0: chapter 25 of young folks history of germany by charlotte mary young this librivox recording is in the public domain chapter 25 Friedrich the third 1482 to 1493 frederick the third was in trouble at home while his son was in the low countries the pope would not own george pothebrad as king of bohemia because he was a calixtine and a crusade against him was preached in germany and austria in much anger george invaded austria and brought the emperor to such distress that he promised to support matthias corvinus who had been elected by the bohemian catholics if he would defend austria however he then grew alarmed at the notion of the two kingdoms being joined under so great a leader as matthias and when george proposed to the bohemians ladislaus the son of the king of poland and of elizabeth the daughter of albrecht the second he gave the measure his support and ladislaus claimed the crown on george's death matthias was very angry at Friedrich's treachery he defeated the polish army which was supporting ladislaus and also gained a great victory over the turks and took the fortress of salzbach on the danube which was a great protection against the othman power then he invaded austria where the emperor made no resistance but fled from vienna and went wandering about from city to city and convent to convent seeking help which he could not find nor could his son give him any aid for the states of flanders and holland would not let maximilian have the charge of them for his little son after his wife's death but concluded a treaty with louis the eleventh of france and sent the infant marguerite to be brought up at paris for a wife of the Dauphin charles however at a diet at frankfort the electors chose maximilian king of the romans and soon after anne the heiress of brittany who was sorely pressed by the french on one hand and her own people on the other sent to beg him to come and marry her and save her from her enemies he set out with a troop of germans but he had to pass through the city of bruges and there the burghers were so angry at his bringing germans into flanders that when he came into the town with only his own attendants they rose upon him and drove him into an apothecary's shop whence he was taken to the castle and kept a prisoner for ten months till the german princes collected an army and forced the flemings to make terms and to set him free he behaved through the whole time with the greatest patience and good humor and after giving thanks for his freedom in the church at bruges turned to the citizens and said we are now at peace by that time anne of brittany had become the wife of that very charles of france who had been betrothed to maximilian's daughter marguerite and she was sent back to brussels father and daughter being thus both disappointed Maximilian was a fine tall graceful man who had studied all that was then known of language art and science and was brave to rashness He went into a den with some lions and when the door closed on him and they turned on him He defended himself with a shovel till help came He climbed to the topmost pinnacle of the spire of Ulm Cathedral and stood there with half one foot overhanging he was a most fearless chamois hunter and had been in many terrible dangers from winds and avalanches in the tyrolean mountains once he slipped down a precipice called the martin's wand and was caught by a small ledge of rock with a cleft behind it whence there was no way up or down the whole population came out and saw him but could do nothing to help him or hinder him from being starved he threw down a stone with a paper fastened to it begging that mass might be celebrated below and a shot fired to let him know the moment of the consecration at night however he suddenly appeared among his friends saying that a shepherd boy had come and led him through a passage in the cleft through the mountain and brought him back in safety this shepherd was never seen again and was believed by the tyrol to have been an angel a little church built by maximilian still stands on the top of the rock for his daring courage he was called the last of the knights and he made many experiments on the management of firearms, which were just coming into general use in these he ran great risks and had hair-breadth escapes once the long pointed toe of his boot was caught and torn off by the wheel of a machine for turning stone cannon-balls and another time he was just in time to detect his fool putting a match to the mouth of a cannon before which he was standing he made however many great improvements in the artillery of the time he greatly encouraged printing, and especially favoured the great Nuremberg painter Albrecht Durer. He even wrote, in great part, two curious books called Thurerdonk and The White King, in which he describes his whole life and adventures in a sort of allegory, in both bringing in his marriage with Marie of Burgundy, for whom he never ceased to mourn all his life. Meantime, the misrule and lawlessness of Germany were unbearable. A robber knight called Kunz of Kalfigen, in 1455, actually scaled the castle of Altenburg, belonging to the Elector Friedrich the Mild of Saxony, in the middle of the night, and stole his two little sons, Ernst and Albrecht. Ernst was hidden by some of the band in a cave, but Kunz himself, carrying Albrecht before him on a horse, halted in a forest at daybreak, and dismounted to refresh the child with some wild strawberries. A charcoal-burner came up at the moment, and Albrecht, shrieked out to him for help when he laid about him so gallantly with his long pole that he detained kuntz till at his whistle other woodmen came up the boy was rescued and the robber taken his gang then gave up the other child to his parents and kuntz was beheaded at Freiburg a week later the princes and cities began to exert themselves to prevent such outrages the swabian league especially feud letters were strictly forbidden and the castles on the mountains where the nobles had held out against all law and order were stormed and the nobles reduced to submission or else put to death in all this the emperor took little part being chiefly taken up with astrology and alchemy and with hoarding treasure and indeed he behaved shamefully in withholding the ransoms of his own austrian nobles who had been made prisoners by the turks when Sigmund of Habsburg died, he left Tyrol to Albrecht, Duke of Bavaria, who had married Friedrichs' daughter, Kuningud. He also seized the great imperial city of Regensburg, but with the aid of the Swabian League he was reduced to make peace by the mediation of Maximilian. The high qualities of the king of the Romans had led Matthias Corvinus to be willing to make him his heir, but the Bagyars chose instead Ladislas of Poland, who was already king of Bohemia frederick was seventy-eight years old when he had his diseased leg cut off he took it in his hand saying there a sound boor is better than a sick kaiser he seemed to be going on well but he ate too plentifully of melons and died on the nineteenth of august fourteen ninety three having reigned fifty-three years a reign longer than that of any emperor except augustus End of chapter twenty five